Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome, baseball family, to this week's Thursday Night Live. I am Brad, and I'm flying solo. Brig is still out of town. And uh, like I said before, we'll welcome him back with open arms when he comes back because uh, this is a whole lot easier when he's here, especially these lives. But anyway, I'm going to get into it. Um, There's so much going on this week with the trade deadline coming up. So I thought that I would cover some of that, talk about some of those things. And then there was a really interesting series at the beginning of this week that happened and so we'll get there anyway so first things first Shohei Otani just like that is off the trade block no longer available for trade the Angels have decided they're going to as uh their I think it was their GM Maniason I I can never remember how to say that anyway he said they're gonna roll the dice and try to make the playoffs and see what they can do about getting Otani to come back um Daryl Digwood real quick Thanks for jumping in there. Congrats, Brig. Uh, Brig got engaged. That's why he's not here. <laughs> I was gonna let you guys. I, I wanted to save it for uh, save it. Let let him break the news. But I'm gonna go ahead and do it. And if he has something to take up with me on that, he can. But anyway, uh, so back to Otani and the Angels. The Angels are gonna roll the dice. Like I said, they're gonna try to make the playoffs, and they made a pretty big move in the last 24 hours. They traded for Lucas Giolito. Uh, to help out that pitching staff, I think that's a pretty big deal. I mean, that, that's a big deal. Giolito has had his issues this year in Chicago, but then again, who has not in Chicago, right? So I don't know. Uh, it'll it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what he does in Anaheim for the Angels. They uh, the Angels traded catcher Edgar Caro and pitcher Kai Bush, not to be confused with Kyle Bush. Um, for those of you keeping track, um, no pun intended. But anyway. Uh, and then the the Angels got Lucas Giolito and Ronaldo Lopez. So there's a couple of really interesting things about this. First off, like I said, it's interesting that the Angels have suddenly decided they're going to go on. That they're not going to trade Otani. They're going to risk it. They're going to be like, you know what? Let's make a push for the playoffs, which I'm surprised they didn't do to begin with because they don't have a terrible team, right? Like, I kind of dump on them, but that's because they're an AL West rival, right? But it... They've proven to this point they have a pretty decent team. And I think another big thing that has to do with it is the fact that the AL East has settled down a little bit, 
right? Because at the beginning of the year, it looked like it was going to take 95, 96 wins to get in the wild card because of what the AL East was doing. Pounding on the AL Central. Um, beating up, honestly, some of the AL West as well, right? And so there was a lot of record inflation there early. The Rays have settled down. The Blue Jays have kind of come down a little bit. The Yankees have come down a lot, right? And uh, the Red Sox have kind of kept steady. It's been interesting. I'll get there in a little bit. But uh, but I, I think it's a, a smart move by the Angels to try to go in and, and make the playoffs because right now anybody could in the American League. I'll get there a little bit deeper in a little bit. But it's it's a really tight race uh, with, uh, with the American League and the wild card. So here's – I mentioned the Red Sox briefly just a minute ago. The Red Sox swept the Braves earlier this week. Now, it was a two-game series, right? So we don't have to call it a sweep, Braves fans. If it makes you feel better, we can just call it losing two in a row, right? It's not a losing streak. We call that two in a row. So we can go with that if you want, if it makes you feel better. Or you probably just don't even care because there's going to be bumps in the road along the way. You're going to lose a couple in a row. It's fine. That's the way it goes. That's life. Um, but the way this series went... The Red Sox won Tuesday 7-1 and then Wednesday 5-3. Tuesday was a crazy game. There was uh, there was a triple play, and there was a random, I think it was an 8-5-3 double play or something like that, or 8-3-5 double play. I can't remember. Anyway, maybe that was the triple play. But there was some weird stuff going on in that game on Tuesday, and I feel like if you're the, I don't want to say inferior team because the Red Sox are a good team. But if you're not the superior team in a matchup, the best way to win is to tap into Chaos Ball, right? And I feel like the the Red Sox tapped into Chaos Ball there a little bit and got things bouncing their way, and the Braves had a hard time recovering. So I think that had a lot to do with uh, the Red Sox taking it to the Braves the way they did those two games. But let's look at these two teams coming out of this series because, like I said, super interesting. So the Braves are 64 and 36 going into Thursday, three and seven in their last 10. That's a bad stretch. Okay. Like we said, that's all it is. That's a blip. That's a blip on the radar. They still have a 10 game lead in the division. They're fine. They're going to be just fine. Now, if they go on and they lose 10 in a row, then you might have a little bit of a cause concern, cause for concern because that's what happened to the Rays. The Rays lost like seven games in a row or something like that, and they've never fully recovered. They've relinquished the lead in the in the AL East, and they're sliding to the point where it looks like they might not be able to get it back. So who's to say it'll be interesting to keep track of, of the Braves over the next like week, right? I think if they can sort themselves back out in the next week, they'll be just fine. But if things start to slide, then really keep an eye on what's going on in Atlanta. Now the Red Sox, on the other hand, the Red Sox are 55 and 47 going into Thursday, six and four in their last 10. They are a game and a half back in the wild card is all seven games back in the division, not out of reach. There's a lot of baseball left. We still have all of August and September to go. So there's, got quite a ways, right? So no problem for Boston. If they if they continue to play like that, they could have it. Um, this is the thing to me that is really, really interesting is that Boston plays well against good teams. They're 40 and 32 against teams with a 500 record or better. The Orioles are the only team in the AL East who's better 
than that. So I don't know. Like this, it, it could be one of those really interesting things where the Red Sox struggle to win the games they're supposed to win, but they show up to the tough opponents, which I know. Like if you can show up against the tough opponents and you can beat teams over five hundred. You can beat the Blue Jays, you can beat the Orioles, you can beat the Braves, the Rays, right? If you can beat all those guys, like you'll be okay when it comes time to come to October. But to get there, you've still got to beat the teams you've got to beat. And so eight games over 500 is pretty dang good. But with as competitive as the American League wild card is this year, I don't know. Like I said, a game and a half back in the wild card. So they, at this rate, they could see themselves on the outside looking in. But if they take half a step up, they'll be fine. So keep an eye on the Red Sox. They're going to be really interesting the rest of the way. Okay, trade rumors. we got the trade deadline coming up on Tuesday. The official trade deadline is Tuesday, August 1st at 6 p.m. Eastern. That is 3 p.m. Pacific time for those of, for those of, those of us on the West Coast. Um, so I, I wanted to go through and again, talk about some of the trade rumors we've seen in the last day or so, um, as well as some trades that have already happened because there's been some wheeling and dealing. It seemed like it was going to be really quiet and really slow, but there's been some deals that have gone down, especially today. And some new rumors have come out. So let's talk about the Dodgers. First off, the Dodgers got Ahmed Rosario from Cleveland's baseball team for Noah Syndergaard and some cash. Um, I think it's a great move. I like Rosario a lot. He's a really good player. Um, the Dodgers also got Kike Hernandez back from the Red Sox. So interesting move there. I know he's having a down year and maybe a change of scenery will be good for him and good for the Red Sox because I think they'll have Trevor Story coming back here pretty soon. So, uh, so I think it's a solid move for both teams there. Um, and then the Marlins swapped pitchers with the twins. Um, the Marlins got Jorge Lopez, and the Twins got Dylan Floro. Jorge Lopez, that's a great pickup for the Marlins because they're a team that can – I say this all the time. They've got enough offense. They can hang with anybody in the league. But, man, they will give up just as many runs as, as they're going to as they're gonna score because their pitching is pretty weak this year, pretty weak. So um, keep an eye on how the Marlins do down the stretch. They've had a little bit of a rough go the last little bit. But um, I think Jorge Lopez will help with that coming out of the bullpen. Uh, the Brewers today traded for Carlos Santana, Slam Tana, for those of you who know. Uh, from the Pirates, they traded a shortstop prospect, uh, Johnny Severino. He apparently was one of their two um, big international signings over the last couple of years. And so he's a highly touted prospect. So another really good infielder in the in the Pirates pipeline. I don't know what the plan is as far as that goes. He's obviously got a few years to go still if he's an international prospect, international signee. But um, as soon as I saw this this deal go down, I was like, Brewers are going to take the Central, the NL Central. You can book it because there's something about Carlos Santana that the last few years his leadership comes in and I don't know what it is, man. Last year he worked miracles with the Mariners and they – they made that push to the playoffs as soon as he got there. So, and the other thing with him is he's an upgrade over Rowdy Telez because Telez has not had an outstanding year. He, um, Carlos Santana has actually had a better year than him. So, upgrade at first base, good for them. Um, let's see what else do we have here. Oh, okay. So some of the rumors. 
Um, the Yankees have said they're buying at the deadline, which of course they ought to because they need to fill some holes, especially in the outfield right now. Aaron Judge, it looks like, could be coming back tomorrow, Friday. And um, that'd be really good for them because he has been sorely missed in that in that lineup. But they have their eye on Randall Grichuk with the Rockies. would be a really interesting fit. Get Judge back out in center field and get Grichuk in left field would be you have yourself a good outfield there. So keep an eye on the Yankees with the Rockies there. Um, the Cardinals keep say they're selling, but until recently, it's kind of like, well, we're not going to give up Goldschmidt. We're not going to give up O'Neill. And until today, they were. it seemed like they were standing pats in. They weren't going to give up Arenado. But that has since changed in the last couple hours. And Arenado, apparently, they've been they've been talking with the Dodgers about making a deal for Arenado. So I don't know. That'll be really interesting as well to see what happens there. To see if Nolan Arenado ends up wearing Dodger blue. Um, other guys, I think that if the Cardinals really are going to sell and they're going to get rid of some guys, they're going to offload some guys. Look out for Dylan Carlson, Tommy Edmond. Paul DeYoung, and possibly Lars Newtbar, based on things that I've read over the last few days. Um, I think if Lars Newtbar is dealt, he will make a great addition to anywhere he lands. So there's that with the Cardinals. Um, some other guys who are drawing a lot of attention around the league, Tim Anderson. I mean, with the Giolito deal, right? It's like, well, shoot, how much – like? Do you even need to give anything up to get Tim Anderson? Because are the White Sox just giving players away? Like, what's going on there? So, I don't know. I would love to have Tim Anderson in Seattle. That would be great. Um, I've seen a lot of – I've read a lot of stuff that Luis Robert could potentially be going. I don't know if that's necessarily the case. But he's he's a guy who's been drawing some attention. Eduardo Rodriguez, uh, Jamer uh, Candelario with the Nats has been – People have been talking about him a lot. And Lance Lynn, back to the White Sox. Lance Lynn could be on the move. And Michael Lorenzen as well. I was watching the Angels and the and the Tigers today, and they were talking to him like he's gone because he's like, this is my last start before the trade deadline. This could be my last start as a Tiger, da-da-da. So Michael Lorenzen could be on the move somewhere. I don't know where, but uh, there are a lot of teams that want pitching. And, uh, and so several guys that are on that list could be – Hot commodities going around. Um, the Padres today said they're shopping Juan Soto, Blake Snell, and Josh Hader. That's awesome. <laughs> We've been talking all year about like, man, I don't know if the Padres can hold on to those guys because like Juan Soto's due up for free agency, I think, next year. And so it's like you got to get rid of him. You got to trade him because you don't have TV money anymore that you're supposed to be getting from Bally. And you're not winning with him, so you might as well get rid of him. And it looks like they're they're shopping him. So, like I said, Juan Soto, Blake Snell, Juan Soto, Blake Snell, and Josh Hader are all uh, on the block as well going into Tuesday. But this is something I was thinking about today. So this is the last thing uh, about the trade deadline. I was thinking about this today that we could be in for a really quiet deadline because there are six and a half games separating seven teams in the American League. Uh, in the wild card, then five games separating six teams in the National League wild card. You add three division leaders, the Rays in the East contending for the division there, and Cleveland contending for the division with the Twins. That's 18 total teams that are likely buying at the deadline. 
with 12 teams to sell that don't have a whole lot of commodities. So I feel like there's going to be a couple of really big deals. Like the White Sox have a lot of talent to get rid of, right? Like if they wanted to sell off everybody, they could be the hot garage sale down the street, right? But I don't know if that's necessarily going to be the case. I think they have guys they're going to want to hold on to. The cards obviously have guys they want to hold on to. Um, I don't think it's going to be as active and as explosive as we want it to be. I think we'll see a few more. Mm, I think Soto goes. I don't. Th- maybe Blake Snell. Um, Jonathan India could be gone tomorrow, though, because there are a lot of teams or some teams that have pitching who could want him for the future. Seattle being one of them, and um, and so I don't know. I I just don't feel like there's going to be a whole lot of crazy moves going into the deadline. All right, before we get into the national TV schedule, let me tell you about Versus Game Baseball Family. We are always asking what you think about the topics we bring up on the show. Now you have a quick and easy way to share your thoughts with us. We've partnered with Versus Game to bring you games where you can make money from participating in polls, trivias, and predictions. So if you're on the winning side of a poll or get a trivia question or a prediction, right, you can win actual real money. So you can play for free, or you can buy ticket bundles to play against other listeners and versus game users. If you buy ticket bundles, you can earn more faster. Uh, But if you play for free, you can still earn actual money by playing. And you can do that by heading over to btpod.onverses.com on your mobile browser, because that's the best way it's set up. Sign up and play our polls, trivia games, predictions. That's btpod.onverses.com dot com to sign up and play versus game with us today and last reminder i have for you before we keep moving here don't forget about patreon baseball family there is a link down in the description of everything we do that will get you to patreon where you can support the show with one dollar five dollar ten dollars or fifteen dollars and there is a five hundred dollar a month tier as well um, the one thing that everybody gets for sure there is the bullpen cut and uh, that is the unedited version of the big show that comes out on tuesdays it's everything from the moment we hit record until we hit stop all the uh, in-between conversations before and after conversations everything all that stuff it's all there on the bullpen cut plus you get some other perks and prizes and swag and stuff oh and there's a link to versus game in the description as well on everything uh the btpod.onverses.com link okay let's look at our national tv schedule for the weekend friday night on apple tv plus we have the Angels at the Blue Jays. That game is at 7.07 p.m. Eastern time. The Angels are 52 and 49. The Blue Jays are 57 and 46. This is going to be a fantastic series. I am very excited for this. Lucas Giolito is scheduled to start Friday night for the Angels, but MLB.com also had him scheduled to start for the White Sox. I thought that was hilarious, actually. <laughs> had him listed on both teams on the schedule as the, as the uh, scheduled starter. Your other Apple TV Plus game on Friday, you've got Cleveland at the White Sox. That game is at 7.10 p.m. Eastern time. The Cleveland baseball team is 51-51. and 51. The White Sox are 41-62. and 62. Could be a good chance for Cleveland to gain some games on the Twins that series. Saturday on FS1 at 4.10 p.m. Eastern time, you've got the Tigers at the Marlins. The Tigers are 46-55. and 55. The Marlins are 55-48. and 48. I think FS1's getting a better game at least on one side, than what they initially anticipated with this. This is going to be a fun one. Um, the Tigers, they didn't do much against the Angels today. I shouldn't say that they can score some runs. They can sometimes, but they didn't do anything against the Angels today. But like I said, the Marlins pitching, not that good. The Marlins offense, really good. 
So it could be a really fun game to watch on Saturday on FS1. Your Fox uh, Saturday game of the week. Check your local listings here to see which game you get. These are regional. This game starts. These games all start at 7.15 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, first, you've got the Yankees at the Orioles, 54 and 48. Yankees at the at the Orioles, 62 and 40. Or you get the Red Sox at the Giants. The Red Sox are 55 and 47. The Giants are four are 56 and 47. And then you've got the Rays at the Astros. The Rays are 62 and 43. The Astros are 58 and 45 and knocking on the Rangers' door just two games back after their series at the beginning of this week. Um, go, that's going into Thursday. Um, the Astros could overtake the Rangers potentially. Uh, I don't think it'll happen this weekend with the Rays, but um, keep an eye on next week. Uh, things are going to get real close, real hot on top of the AL West next week. Sunday, wake up in baseball on Peacock. We've got the Angels of the Blue Jays. That is 12.05 p.m. Eastern time. And then Sunday, uh, Sunday night on ESPN, got the Yankees at the Orioles. That game starts at 7.10 p.m. Eastern time. I want to know anybody who's on the West Coast who catches that that uh, Sunday night ESPN game. Is it oh is it weird how early that game is over for you? Because I uh, we put our kids to bed around seven thirty just because they sleep forever. So we put them to get to bed a little bit early, and that game for me starts at four ten, and so that game is over before I even put kids to bed. So I don't even get to enjoy it in peace. Is it weird for anybody else that game? And so early on the West Coast for it being a Sunday night game. I just want to know if anybody else finds that interesting. Okay, let's get into our series to watch this weekend. So the Mariners are playing the Diamondbacks in Phoenix this week. So I'm going to be at the games Friday and Saturday night. If you come and find me, I will buy you a hot dog um, at Chase Field. It'll be a cheapo dog, but I'll buy you one nonetheless. Come by, say hi, and uh, I'll get you a sticker as well. I'll have some stickers with me. You can have one. Um, and then my other series to watch is the Rangers at the Padres. Um, the Rangers a lot because of the AL West, right? Curious what goes on there. They're going to want to try to get as much ground between them and the Astros uh, now because they got a lot of ground to make up to get back from them. So I'm going to keep an eye on the Rangers and the Padres. Brig is going to be watching the Yankees at the Orioles for obvious reasons. Um, and then obvious reasons on top of that, right? He's a Yankees fan, but also this is a big time series. And then his other one is the Braves at the or the Brewers at the Braves. That's going to be fantastic. Seeing what Carlos Santana can do there. Uh, I wasn't going to watch that. I didn't really have my eye on that one until the Santana deal today. So I'll probably watch that one. Um, but the other series that we'll both be watching are the Angels at the Blue Jays. That's going to, like I said, will be a fantastic series. Lots of fun. The Rays at the Astros and the Reds at the Dodgers. Oh, Boy, I love watching the Reds these days. I used to say, I said a couple years ago that the Reds made losing look a lot of fun. They make winning look a lot of fun these days, and uh, I'm here for it. I'm loving what the Reds have going on. Your weekend picks, your bets for the weekend. Um, I did not have a good weekend last week. I went 0-3 last week, which takes my record to 24-21. and Still over 500, hanging in there. Um, still winning, so I'm okay with that. Uh, my picks for this weekend. So this is crazy. The red take the Reds money line over the Dodgers on Friday. I cannot believe this, but FanDuel had them at plus two oh five earlier today. I don't know if that's still accurate, but when I checked, it was plus two oh five. I was like, uh, yeah, 
I'm absolutely going to take that because the Reds absolutely have a shot against the Dodgers. And then Saturday, uh, I'm going to say take the Braves run line over the – I didn't make a pick. <laughs> I didn't make a pick Saturday, Sunday. So I guess I don't have picks this week. I got distracted and forgot to make my picks. Anyway, I'll get into Briggs' picks. <laughs> Amazing. Love it. Okay. Uh, so Briggs' picks. Briggs went 1-2 and two last week. That takes his record to 21-24. and 24. So he has for you Friday, take the Phillies run line over the Pirates. Um, DraftKings had that one at plus 105 earlier. And then Saturday, the Twins run line over the Royals. And then Sunday, take the Blue Jays plus money over the Angels. That's probably going to be the run line uh, with, with that game being at home in Toronto. Um, and since I didn't get to my picks earlier, I don't. I definitely don't have a black flag pick of the week for you. Man. I'm going to have to double up next week to make sure that I don't. (laughs) Oh, man. That is truly disappointing. I cannot believe that I did that. Anyway, baseball family, thank you so much for joining me this week. Uh, Last thing I want to remind you about is don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review the show. Follow us on YouTube if you are not already. Subscribe to the channel because that helps us out more than you know. And if you know, then you know why we want you to follow. So uh, we have some goals that we're trying to get to. Hey, we have valves bt dub on twitch hey what's up what's up thanks for joining me just wrapping up um anyway follow us on youtube subscribe to the channel there and anywhere else you get your podcasts and also make sure you head over to schnookseatery.com and use code btpod at checkout to save 10 percent off your order support the show and get yourself the best seeds ever They are truly the best seeds ever. We love them so much on this show. But baseball family, thank you so much for joining me this week. I will catch you with Brig, I think, next week. 